a kickstart for the week. Wake up to Asafina to Ilal Jannah with Mulana Arafat Hatia on Merkaz Sahaba Online Radio. Monday to Friday from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Asafina to Ilal Jannah. Your weekdays just keep Get getting better. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Well, it's uh, eight minutes after nine uh, South African time. It's a beautiful evening here in Lanasia. And yes, of course, uh, we do have our boat panelists. And of course, uh, that is uh, uh, none other than our beloved, honorable, respected Fadila Tulustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim, uh, Damad Barakatu, whom from Ladysmart. And yes, we have our beloved brother, Brian Blam. Uh, we don't know when was the last time the listeners heard of our beloved brother, uh, Brian Blam. He will be with us this evening. And remember, 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 my wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, please, no vulgar language, no taking names. You want to pose a question? Yes, do feel free on 084-786-3132. Uh, 084-786-3132. Uh, both our panelists would love to advise you because our topic this evening is a very, very uh, sensitive and very touching uh, topic. Why? Why our marriages are falling apart? Why our marriages are not the same anymore? And you know exactly what I'm speaking about, my beloved listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. So I'm going to give both the panelists a time to speak, to intro themselves, to give a small introduction about, uh, about, of course, everybody knows Brian Blam, everybody knows Malana Salim Karim, but of course, just a small introduction. So the listeners out there, I see I've got a lot of new listeners and I've got one or two non-Muslim listeners who are listening to us. I've got Sister Katie. I hope she's, uh, she's there from China. She's also listening to us. Katie, she's from Shenzhen. Yeah, she's listening to us. Okay, so uh, uh, please, my beloved listeners, whatever you want to ask, ask, but let's not get vulgar. Remember, uh, the program is recorded. It's live on Merka Sahaba. It's live on, of course, on via uh, uh, Radio Garden and whatever. So please be with us. Your questions will be posed. So please bear, bear with us. Well, it's um, 11 after 9 South African time. Let's first welcome our beloved Fadila Tulustad, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim Ustad. Welcome to the discussion on this beautiful evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ustad. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners and to Brother Brian. Good evening to him. A great topic, a great team, and that's the beauty of consultation where we can share ideas and inshallah advices so that we could make every bounty of Almighty precious and appreciative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a good question is, okay, who is a wife, Mulana? Uh-huh. Nice to ask the question. As I said to you this morning, it's a nice question to ask. The wife can ask to the husband, 
Okay, who am I to you? Mm. What do you think about me? So, who is a wife? The one who is always right. The one who is always right. And we start off with a supplication, a dua to Allah. Pray to Allah that you have eyes that I see the best in people. Mm-hmm. A heart that forgives the worst. A mind that forgets the bad. Mm. And a soul that never loses faith in Allah. Mm. Allahu Akbar. Pray to have eyes that sees the best in people. A heart that forgives the worst. A mind that forgets the bad. And a soul that never loses faith in Allah. So, what's the advice? Forgive those who hurt you. Pray for those who need it. And thank Allah for everything you have. Mm. So, as an introduction, Mulana, I think, inshallah, we can go to Brother Brian mm-hmm. and welcome him as well. And inshallah, you have a host of questions there. Let's see, inshallah, who's going to sweat more, you, me, or Brother Brian? <laughs> <laughs> well, well let's, let's welcome. <laughs> this was a good one. And I, and I see the messages are coming in. Uh, so, so, so let's make it clear to maybe to Brother Brian Blame and to Malana Salim. I think both of you guys need to advise the listeners no vulgar language, no insulting each other, no taking names. So, Brian Blame, welcome to the program, welcome to the topic, uh, the discussion, of course, why our marriages are falling apart. And you can give a small intro to the listeners, Bla- uh, Brian. Oh, thank you very much, Arafat, and uh, good evening to the listeners and to Mulana Karim. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a great privilege. I'm very grateful to be sharing on this very important topic. Um, marriage is uh, uh, very important to me as well in my professional life as a counseling psychologist. And um, I've been working with couples for uh, many years now, uh, probably 15, 16 years in my, in my practice. And um, I have myself been through experiences in my own marriage which uh, remind me of how challenging marriage can be. And, you know, I, I put on one of my blogs recently the idea that um, a title for a book uh, would be if you, if you want to walk in the park, get a dog. But if you want to scale Everest get married because marriage is one of the hardest undertakings to really come out um, victorious on top of of the experience of marriage. So I'm very excited about the topic tonight and and I'm sure we're going to have, you know, a very important discussion. Definitely, definitely. And what I'm going to do is uh, to both of my panelists, uh, we're going to move this uh, this uh, this part one to part two next week Thursday. Many many listeners are asking if we can, uh, of course, uh, maybe continue this uh, pro- uh, this topic as well to next week Thursday because I don't think uh, we will do justice this evening. But what I'm going to ask is I'm going to ask Brian Blame and I'm going to ask Malana Salim Karima Wustad. Uh, whenever they're giving an answer, maybe five minutes each, so everybody can have their say on 084-786-3132. So this question goes to both the panelists. It's a sister. Uh, she's from Velcom, and she says to both the panelists, she wants to know from Malala Salim and from uh, brother uh, Brian, uh, what are my intimate, my intimate rights as a woman? Please, I need to know. What are my intimate rights as a woman? So let's start with uh, Malana Salim. He's going to give us five minutes of his answer, and then we go to Brian. Five minutes, and then we move to the next question, because I've got overseas listeners as well who are listening to you guys. Uh, over to you, Malana Salim Mustad. Malana, Jazakallah for giving me the first opportunity, but because we have Brother Brian as our guest, and we have to honor him and acknowledge him, I, I would love to give him the first opportunity to respond. 
and thereafter Molana will respond. Jazakumullah khairan Ustad. And I'm showing uh, respect to our guest. Thank you so much, uh, Ustad. Jazakumullah khair. Let's go to uh, Brian. Brian, the sister wants to know, yes. what are my intimate rights as a woman? Brian. Well, I believe that intimacy is, is definitely um, part of the human condition that we we would want to experience intimacy with another human being. And marriage creates the, the structure mm. that can ensure that that intimacy is of the most fulfilling kind for, for men and women in relationship. And um, so I suppose that in terms of rights, um, you know, with rights come responsibilities and and I think that in order for, for, for this woman to experience intimacy with her, well, with her partner, with her husband, I think that a big, a big understanding for me recently is mm -hmm. that you, you, you cannot, um, you cannot give to others what you cannot give to yourself. And I'm very much of the opinion now that. Each of us has got a responsibility to fill our own cup, and 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 therefore the idea being that that we've got to actually be. Now I know being a Muslim radio, I think we've also got to consider intimacy with God, and um, but I also believe we have to have intimacy with ourselves, where we where we appreciate and value ourselves and and that creates an overflow where we can also then appreciate and value others and enter into a a deeper experience of each other. So so intimacy is really the icing on the cake, but it does involve many key ingredients to bake the cake that can then be iced. And and I am of the opinion that we have a lot of um, deficits as human beings generally um, in in creating intimacy within our own lives where we feel at what I call the peace, freedom, and joy of being alive in as who we are, each individual. And, and when we look for that to be met by someone outside of us, it places tremendous pressure and dependence on another person, and that can, um, it doesn't always work out, and then we devastate it. So I believe intimacy is, the, the right we have to intimacy is based on, on the ability to create intimacy um, in our own lives and, and be connected to ourselves. And this is not of a sexual kind as much as it is yes. of, a, yes. of a being, of a simply being um, at peace within ourselves, finding that place of peace, and then sharing our peace with our, our loved ones. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, I love your answer, man. I love your answer, Brian. I see one or two listeners as well, before we go to Malana Salim. <laughs> Someone says, yeah, but I disagree with Brian as well, because my husband don't see it that way. But anyway, anyway, we're going to come to the questions. Uh, uh, Ustad, would you like to answer the sister this question? What are my intimate right as a woman, Ustad? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <laughs> First and foremost, marriage is the way and sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There are four things that are the great sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One is haya, modesty. One is nikah, marriage. One is miswak, using of the miswak. And from this, we can understand that these two rights, one is hukukullah, as Brian is talking about, intimacy with Allah and connecting with Allah. But when it comes to marriage, what is the purpose of marriage? If we understand the purpose of marriage in terms of Islamic sharia, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa directed us 
in a beautiful way ke tulkahul mar'uli arba'in when you make a choice of a partner and especially when you want to choose your spouse your bride look for four qualities mm-hmm. you either marry her because of her beauty number 2 you either marry her because of her wealth number 3 you either marry her because of the nobility of her family or number 4 you marry her because of her consciousness and her god consciousness her deen her islam and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said give preference to deen religion god consciousness so in islam it's clear two things is that one is procreation you can only procreate inshallah when you have intimacy and interact with your husband and allah taala blesses you with children so it is so important in islam the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam yes his sister and many sisters who are going to cry out there today that their husbands are not fulfilling their conjugal rights hmm. which means when it comes to their intimacy their personal interaction in the bedroom it's lacking there is no chemistry or there is no concern it's like a slap dash sort of thing there is no preparation in advance no creating the atmosphere being loving being caring even after completing the act being together appreciating each other sharing the feelings and emotions that brings about satisfaction mm. to this extent that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said if a husband calls his wife to bed and she is not sick she is not menstruating she is not ill and for no reason she rejects and does not fulfill his conjugal rights allah taala's angels curse her till the husband is pleased <laughs> so it shows how important conjugal rights are in islam it's a feeling of emotions and even the act of intimacy is an act of ibadat <laughs> normally we perceive that the man should initiate it fine alhamdulillah but it also has a, a dual meaning that the wife can initiate it also yes women have shyness in them wala ji but alhamdulillah today i think they know their rights and like how it is the right of the husband to fulfill the conjugal rights of his wife the wife should do the same thing so it's about communication it's about feeling and it's about expressing your love for your partner mm. so intimacy is a very very important part wallahi it's a gift from allah taala and many marriages are breaking because there is no chemistry there is no fun there's no excitement it's just you do it i do it and it's done and over no marriage is sacred inshallah huzur sallallahu alaihi wasallam one day asked the sahabi did you get married and he said ji ya rasulullah rasulullah asked him who did you get married to he said ya rasulullah i got married to a widow rasulullah said why didn't you get married to a virgin you would have enjoyed her and she would have enjoyed allah akbar so respected brothers that's not all in marriage but alhamdulillah to fulfill each other's conjugal rights do it lovingly discuss with each other speak to each other and make each other feel loved and appreciated so in islam the act of intimacy plays a very important role in marriage both from the husband side and from the wife's side. I hope uh, that answers your question to our sister from Welcome. Uh, uh, we 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 we're going to go question by question. I've got a, a non-Muslim sister by the name of Felicia. Uh, she's listening to us from Fundabale uh, Park and she says a good evening to you guys. Uh, it's a very very good show, very very good topic. Uh, to Brian, how do I deal with an oversensitive husband? This is Felicia, Sister Felicia from Fundabale. She says to Brian, how do I deal with an over-sensitive husband? Brian. Thank you. Well, um, I'm quite a sensitive person myself, and um, maybe we should get my wife in to answer that one. <laughs> But, uh, 
Um, yeah, so I think that, um, you know, again, I feel that as human beings, we, we, we are social beings and we do, we do depend on each other for many needs being met. Um, and I think that when a husband is seemingly overly sensitive, it might be that he is, he is looking for a little bit too much validation yes, from yes. A, an external source rather than being able to self-validate. And, and this is where I think that marriage is running into difficulty because um, we, we, we put so much pressure on our partners to come through for us in all sorts of ways and, in a sense, complete us. Um, and it just puts our partners under tremendous pressure, and and that doesn't always make for a, a, a happy sort of dance together. And so, again, I think there is, in my practice, I'm really helping people um, to understand the importance of, of self-care and, and, and just being able to switch yourself on and turn yourself on to your own life because mm, mm. There's, this, there's this dependency culture where we look to other people, as I said, to come through for us. And it's not that we, we don't need help in life and it's not that we don't need love and we don't need um, intimacy. Of course we do. Those are all very much part of the human condition. But but I think that the, the reason so many marriages are struggling is because so many human beings are struggling in their own life and, yes. and not feeling balanced and not feeling, you know, the way they want to feel in their lives. And, and we then think we can then fix that by finding the right wife, finding the right husband, um, living in the right country, driving the right cars, finding the right job. And it's all stuff on the outside when within each of us is this incredible nature that is largely unexplored and and misunderstood. And so we don't really get on with ourselves. What are the chances of getting on with anyone else? Mm, 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 mm. Ah, man, well said. Well said uh, from uh, Brian. Uh, 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 Ustad, uh, uh, I don't know, on this question here that uh, where the sister says that how do I deal with an uh, oversensitive husband, could we say maybe it's because of jealousy or maybe he is very possessiveness or maybe obsessed? Uh, Ustad? Molana, when we get married, I always give this advice to the young couples. Uh -huh. Please take a notebook and jot down the things that I like and dislike. The wife should do that. So should the husband. And I have a very humorous discussion here. A newly married couple wrote a test. Uh -huh. What was the topic? What are the wonders of the world? Mm. Yeah, they say there are seven wonders of the world. Mulana. So the husband wrote the pyramids in Egypt the wonders of the world. Taj Mahal, the China Wall, mm -hmm. the Great Canyon, the Panama Canal, the Empire State Building, and St. Peter's. That's what the husband wrote. See what the wife wrote, Molana. Mm -hmm. He said, the greatest wonders in the world is to see, to smile, to speak. Wow to touch, to kiss, to hug, and to make love. Uh, 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 uh. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and there's a saying here, I'm not sure how correct it is, that men use love to get sex. Men uh. use love to get sex, uh -huh. and women use sex to get love. I don't know if Brian could explain this, Mm -hmm. But from an Islamic point of view, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's hadith sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, 
if there is anything that can bring two lovers together, mm-hmm. it is the beautiful institute of marriage. Mm. And when there is understanding between the couples, inshallah, love will flow. So inshallah, respected brothers, the challenge here today is that, you see, when you have difficulties in a relationship, in the first year of your marriage is the most difficult part of your marriage. Some people have said it takes between five and seven years before you can really understand who your wife is or who your husband is. The first year is the greatest challenge. So, Mulana, when there is a, a, a dispute or a problem in the relationship, you can pick it up on day one. Problems can start. So, what should we do, Mulana? That's the question here today. Mm. We want to offer solutions to the listeners out there that when you cannot handle things, marriage is fresh, you don't have the necessary equipment and techniques to handle such big issues, number one, you need to revert to a marriage counselor. They are experts in relationship. They will give you guidelines and advice of how to handle things, one. Then, as a counselor, you need to talk to them individually. This is very important, Molana. When you do counseling in marriage matters, you need to talk to each partner separately first. And then together, gee, and Molana, it's always nine out of ten, you will find that the wife takes the initiative mm. to seek help for counseling. You have seen it very few or very little, you will find men taking the initiative to ask for intervention. You'll find mostly women going out to counselors to ask for help and advice. Mm. Gee? As somebody said, you know, if I wanted a divorce, I would go to a lawyer. Why would I go to a counselor? I want to fight for my marriage. Marana, marriage is a two-way street. You'll have ups and downs. No marriage is perfect. None of us are perfect, Marana. We are going to learn by our mistakes. Gee? Don't abuse a kind heart, Marana. Don't abuse a kind heart. Yes. You may never be offered one again. Allah will never give you another partner again. <laughs> so if somebody, your spouse has a beautiful heart, a generous heart, be tolerant. Gee, we don't have any more tolerance left in us. Two things destroy a marriage, Marana. One is cheating and one is pride. When you've got pride in you, you think you are better than everybody else. You're better than your spouse. You're better than everybody else. Two major killers in a relationship, Molana. One is cheating and one is pride. Sure. So Allah make it easy for us, Molana. It's a very serious topic. A lot of our people, sisters, are all in difficulties. Some of them want to walk out of this relationship. Some of them want to find, you know, pleasure elsewhere. No, respected brothers. You can see the sadness in the eyes of spouses. Yes. Some can read your sadness from your eyes, even when they are smiling. Mm. You can see your wife, she's in tears. She mm. tries to cover it with makeup, or she tries to cover it up. But you can see the eyes are red and swollen. She's been crying and sobbing right through. Mm-hmm. So respected brothers, keep going at life. Mulana, don't give up. Fight for your marriage. Keep going. Sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. Marriage teaches you great lessons. Mm-hmm. So keep going. Fight for your marriage. Ask for your rights because sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. Mm. Uh, Brian, would you like to uh, give a bit of input, what Malana Salim Karim says? Yes, I, I do think that uh, it is important to persevere in our marriages, but we also, we also need to take personal responsibility for, um, for what's happening in our own lives, because as uh, Malana Salim said, it's Marriage is a crucible that is there to help us to to grow and to um, deal with the the rough edges that we have um, developed through our lives, through our journey, and and so it is um, 
it is a crucible that uh, brings out the gold. If we are, we do need guidance, though, as Molana said, because mm-hmm. uh, because we are all largely fully prepared for the demands of marriage. Because um, I believe that we enter into marriage largely um, incomplete within ourselves, within our individual selves. There's there's some you know there's some key parts that are missing, and then we find someone who who at a, at a subconscious level or unconscious level, we, we're attracted to them because they complement those parts that are missing in us. Mm-hmm. And that's, that makes us feel very good in the initial romantic love stage. But then with time, it, started, it starts to change and, and, and we, we start to have problems with each other because we are different. They often say opposites attract. And then, and then it just becomes a... You're not the person I thought you were, and you deceived me, or you know you're withholding something I'm sure you've got, but you simply don't want to share that with me. And and again, then we end up in this sort of power struggle, which we call um, well, it can become like codependence, where you can't live with this person, but you can't live without them either, and you you feel trapped in this um, what I call a drama triangle. It's a drama triangle of of a victim, a rescuer, and a persecutor, and we just go round and round in this drama triangle, which is so, you know, destructive and hurtful and often abusive. <laughs> and and so and so the, the the real challenge is to move out of codependence, where we are just sort of stuck in this um, sort of cold war with each other, move out of that codependence through through an experience of independence where you look inward in independence. You look inside yourself and and you need help. You need a a soul guide, a a counsellor, a psychologist, a a wise person who, who has gone through you know, a process of, of learning and understanding the human condition and and they will help us to to become truly independent and satisfied with self because it's only from being truly connected and satisfied with ourselves individually that we are ready to get into what marriage was always meant to be, interdependence, where it is a beautiful um, dance of sharing from the goodness that is flowing out of my own life, my mm-hmm. own independence, and offering it to you. And it's like a, it's an overflow. And of course, there will be times when circumstances are such that we we are battling and everything. But when we know how to to sort of navigate the storms of life, which again we need to learn properly and take responsibility for. We, we can do extraordinary things as human beings. Mm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. 20 minutes to 10 o'clock. Uh, please, my wonderful listeners, just bear with us, bear with us. So we're going to go to Mulana Salim Karim. There are many questions that I have to, be, that I have to ask both the panelists. Uh, okay, let's go to the next question. It says here, I married the wrong guy. He's rude, he's abusive, and he has a temper. To Mulana Salim, he hit me twice already. I'm only married for five months. Please, I need help to the panelist. I am from uh, I am from Fordsburg. I'm afraid to complain to my dad and my siblings. I'm only 23 years of age. Come on, Ustad. What's the reason, Ustad? Five months married. Is there something that the wife did for the husband to be like this, Ustad? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wa salam said, Khiyarukum khiyarukum li ahli. The best amongst you is he who is good to his family, and I am good to my family. Manana, the relationship between husband and wife is the most precious relationship made by Almighty Allah. 
sometimes, Molana, we don't do our homework. And there is no honesty and fairness when we come for a proposal, Molana, in today's time. Somebody asked Hazrat Faja Hassan Basri, Rahmatullahi, this great saint, that I have many proposals coming for my daughter. Uh-huh. Who should I give my daughter to? Which proposal should I accept? Look at the words of wisdom. Give your daughter to that individual who will love your daughter unconditionally. One. And number two, in times of anger, he will have patience and forgiveness and tolerance in him. Malana, when we go for proposals, both sides, we do not speak the truth. Normally, we just ask the general questions. Do you read Salah? Do you go for Jamaat? Or you do Islamic activities? But we have lots of hidden skeletons in our company. Yes, yes, yes. We are not honest. Molana, we put up such, we are all actors. As we call it, we're running, we have the Samosa run. One friend of mine said, Molana, it's seven rounds already. <laughs> See, seven rounds. <laughs> so, he's already confused, he doesn't know what he wants, Molana. Mm, but the problem here is respected listeners, and it's a reality. You cannot judge a book by its cover. As somebody said it so nicely here, Molana, never leave a true relationship for a few faults. Never mm. leave a true relationship for a few faults. Why? Nobody is perfect. Nobody is correct. And in the end, affection is always greater than perfection. Malana, beautiful words. Always remember in the end, affection, love, mm. kindness, politeness, caring. Mm. Affection is always greater than perfection. None of us are perfect, Morana. We will learn, we will grow as we go deeper into this relationship. Mm. But you see, Morana, falling in love is easy. It's become common today. It's a norm. I, f- I fell in love with the gentleman. No, falling in love is easy. But staying in love is very special, Morana. And this Allah Ta'ala gives you through the medium of marriage. Mm. You see, all that flirting, all the dating that takes place before marriage in Islamic principles is haram and forbidden. And I always say these words of mine, if you fall in love before marriage, then you will fall out of love after marriage. Because all the fun is out, all the excitement is on. I'm dating the girl that I'm marrying for two years, three years. I've done what i supposed to do after marriage. So I'm just filling in a formality. I get married. The marriage is stale. There's no more excitement. There's no more chemistry. Mm. And it starts. And affairs start and all the wrong things start. As you said, if you love her, Molana, if you want to stay, then fight for her. None of us are perfect. Molana, there's a beautiful words of advice here. Mm. One of the hardest decisions you'll ever face in love is choosing to whether to walk away oh, yes. or try harder. Oh, yes, well said. <laughs> Rana, uh-huh. One of the hardest, so many times it's just on the tip of your tongue. I want to divorce my wife. She's driven me nuts. I can't handle her anymore. So one of the hardest decisions you'll ever face in love is choosing to whether to walk away or to try harder. Mm. So, so remember, mm-hmm. Molana, happiness is not money. I'm not money, Molana. Everybody loves money. Happiness is not money. Happiness is to have a pious husband or a pious wife who cares for you. Indeed. That's happiness. Indeed. Indeed. So, so, so I want to ask Brian. I mean, she's, oh. only, she's only 23 years of age. I mean, she's still young. But I mean, five months in the marriage, do you think this guy will stop hitting his wife? I mean, she says yeah, he hit me twice already. I mean, what advice would you tell her? Would you tell her, uh, throw the towel in? I mean, if it's my daughter, I'll tell her, you know what? Throw the towel in. I mean, five months, that's still fresh, Brian. Well, I think there has to be a consequence for that. 
uh, kind of behavior. And I, I know she needs support. Yes. And she doesn't want to speak to her father, which means that she possibly doesn't feel that he would understand her predicament. And, sure. and I do think that, um, you know, relationships can very quickly become toxic and, and triggering and, and abusive. And that's clearly what's happened here. And she would, she would need to consider, you know, giving a consequence of finding uh, support, not to, not to necessarily end the marriage, but to, to say this behavior I cannot accept. And I will not accept it. It's not what I married you to. I didn't marry you to be abused by you. And therefore, you know, and he may argue, but I'm only abusing you because you're abusing me. And that's where couples need assistance. They need um, someone to help them. You know, in ancient times, we lived in villages and tribes where, where there was so much collective um, understanding and support and obviously there were difficulties in those um, contexts as well but but there was wisdom and, and and knowledge that was passed down of the right kind to and and people learned how to balance their lives and have balanced relationships with each other but but unfortunately the pace of life and the and the materialism of the world and, um, you know, the nuclear family of couples being isolated and, and left to their own devices uh, without support and understanding is, is tragic. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you, you know what I'm going to say to the listeners, because I see a lot of listeners are, are giving the input uh, to both the panelists. Uh, listeners are saying, uh, what, what? Answer, uh, well, Brian and Molana Salim Karim Sage must remember something, listeners. Whatever answer the panelists are going to give to the sister, she's going to take. So for us to tell the panelists to say, walk out, or walk in, or walk away, because I see there's a brother Pilar from Azadville. He says, walk out of the marriage. I've got uh, Auntie Maimuna from Senton. She says, walk out of the marriage. I've got brother Idris from Houghton. He says, hell no. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Molana Salim Karim is going to say. I don't know what, what Brian is going to say. Uh, what's your final verdict? Does she walk out? Does she hang on to a marriage? Five months only. Ustad? It's very important to have intervention. Uh-huh. Okay. As I said to you, the first day or the first year of your marriage is very challenging. And I said to you, we trust the decision of when we went for a proposal that the person is normal, is not a narcissist, he does not have uh, anger management issues, is not a drug addict, is not an addict that is uh, rehabilitated. We took it on face value. The person comes from a respectable family and looking at it outwardly, alhamdulillah, he looked like a good boy. As I said to you, Molana, we have so many skeletons in our cupboards. The true things comes when we are faced with reality. You said she must walk out of this marriage. That could be an option, Molana. That's my view, Only when we exhaust yes. all avenues to try and reconcile. As I said, and I always will say, and I hold this philosophy, if your husband is a drunkard, he's a womanizer, he's a drug addict, then all fathers, my nasihat to you, take your daughter immediately, inshallah, and bring her back home. Because there is no guarantee, illa masha'allah, one out of hundred or one out of thousand, that the guy, if he's a drunkard, he's a womanizer, or he is an abuser, he's going to change the rest of his life. But, 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 but I'm going to disagree with you, with you and Brian. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm speaking if it's my daughter, right, Ustad? I mean, five months, Ustad, this guy's hitting her. It's only five months of marriage. Are you going to say my daughter, have patience, bear with it? I mean, he's rude. He's abusive. That's what she says. He's got a temper. Brian. No, as I, as I said, I think that there has to be a consequence. And, you know, whether you terminate the marriage there and then and after a divorce, or you, you remove yourself and until such time as 
if that person genuinely loves you, they would want to do the work on themselves to prove to you that they are rehabilitated and and they would you know they would have to take that initiative and say, Look, I've clearly got a problem, what I'm doing is wrong. If they don't have that ability to self reflect and be conscious and have a conscience about their their behaviour, then mm. yeah, you you're probably not going to get the rehabilitation and, and you won't go back into that relationship again. But I do think that they you know, we are we are all carrying primary wounds and secondary wounds from our own trauma in childhood and this person is now, you know, just displaying those things. He might have not displayed them before because he's just on his own and he's you know, he's um now he's with his wife and and he's he's um, being triggered by her her being and who she is and and it all comes out in the end. So the truth comes out and then it's a question of okay, so what you're gonna do about it? Mm. <laughs> I see. Anyway, let's move on to the next question. Who would you would you would you like to uh, add some some input to start? <laughs> Mara, as I said, that man who lifts his hand on a woman is absolutely a coward and yes. a weakling. I always say to the men who are abusive, take your size. Gee? And Udu sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam when asked what is the rights of a wife, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, what you eat, feed her as you clothe yourself, clothe her, do not hit her on her face, do not mock her or ridicule her, if she's made a mistake and you have forgiven her, don't reignite it. So clear directive from Rasulullah, don't raise your hands on your wife. Molana, this is totally unacceptable. And you're right, we keep saying sabar karo, sabar karo. Molana, one day you'll be called midnight to come and pick her janaza up. Mm-hmm. So before it's too late, take her out of that toxic environment right now. No, seek help or maybe a temporary separation. Maybe the gentleman cannot cope. It's too stressful for him. Marriage, he cannot manage. He doesn't know how to love a woman, how to respect a woman, and how to treat a woman. Monana, all this stems back to one problem, and that is in childhood. Monana, this young man either was a real rascal, he never got love from his parents, there was a lot of violence in that family. There was a lot of arguments in that family. There was no love. There was no respect. So this gentleman knows nothing better than to ill-treat women thinking this is how women are treated. Mm. So, Murana, in my nasihat and advice, the parent should take the daughter home and ask the husband, you go and sort yourself out emotionally, mentally, go to the jamiyat, go to the counselor, go to the marriage counselor, whoever you want, seek help. But if you've got a major problem, Murana, don't, inshallah, put your daughter's life at risk. Eventually, mm. they will become suicidal, they will become depressed, and they will leave, give up the rest to live. Mm. And we will have to sit and cry tears of blood. That's my opinion. Five minutes to ten, and we've got about over 31 questions that are coming in all over uh, overseas as well, uh, here in Johannesburg as well. Somebody says, please, please, you can't just say throw the towel in and call it a day. Please, please, don't just break a marriage. Uh, to both the panelists, you guys have to hear the second party as well. Why did he hit her? Uh, that's what the guy, uh, somebody from Durban is saying. That. But anyway, let's move on to the next question. Where else are we going to get stuck? Uh, there's a, let me just uh, scroll and see. Somebody says from Botswana, this is to Brian. Does detaching really work, Brian? I was very in love with my spouse, but after constant heartbreak and hurt, I have become cold. As a coping mechanism, I have detached a lot and nothing shocks me anymore. I give up on love. It doesn't exist. From Botswana, Brian. So what, the question was, does what exist? He says, uh, I give up on love. It doesn't exist. Okay, well, um, yeah, I think that, um, you know, it is, uh, it is important that we... We, we 
find peace, freedom, and joy within our own lives. And unfortunately, many of us have failed to do that. And it's not through our own fault, but through a lack of of support and guidance. And then we think that, you know, this marriage is just going to miraculously deliver us into this um, beautiful place that we all yearn for of intimacy. And we, we can come into marriage with um, unrealistic expectations that this other person is just going to, you know, complete us. And, and that's driven by this dependency culture that we all tend to grow up in. And, and that just sets us up for disappointment and, and confusion. And this, what, this listeners clearly, you know, become very cynical about, um, you know, the love and, and, and trust and joy and all her dreams or his dreams that couldn't pick up as a lady. Yes, it's a lady. Yes, it's a lady. Yes, it's a lady. Yes, and, you know, and and her dreams have have not materialized, and quite the opposite. So she's she may be becoming quite sort of bitter about it, and you know, expecting that this person, this partner, would would just really you know make make it all make sense, but actually we've. Each of us got to make it make sense by going on a journey, and life does, you know, invite us to go on a journey of 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 healing and wholeness in our own lives. And and so, individual therapy can can be also quite useful. I mean, yes, couples should work together as well, but sometimes one is more inclined to go into therapy than the other. And this lady might just need to consider going and speaking about these things because it's becoming like a, a, a hardness in her own heart. Hmm. And, and that would mean that she might be, she might be giving up on, on, on the possibility of love and, and, you know, thinking, well, she'll find love somewhere else. But maybe there's, there's that self-love that she's missing out on in the first place. <laughs> well, we'll start. It's about uh, uh, two minutes uh, to uh, ten o'clock. Uh, I've got another question. There's too many questions to start. So, uh, somebody says here to both the panelists: um, Are the causes are the causes men can attend before marriage? Please, I need to know from both the panelists because my husband is addicted to porn. He made me watch with him. So there can be a spark in our marriage. I need advice. Do you think it's healthy or not to start? And Brian, who start? Mana, this is totally haram and forbidden in Islam. And we know the effect of pornography has destroyed millions of marriages. Why do we want when Allah has given men and women natural qualities of beauty, appreciation, yes. chemistry, and to adore and love each other and fulfill each other's rights the natural way. Why do we want to do things unnaturally? Why do we want to pollute the mind? Sexual relationship is such a pure relationship. It's, it's an act of worship. It's an act of charity. It has to be done in a dignified way. There's no better ayat in the Quran that Allah has ever revealed that come to your fertile land as you desire and wish. Allahu Akbar. You don't have to look. You see, monkey see, monkey do. That's what it is, pornography. See? This is all false hope, camera tricks. See? This is the act of shaitan and devil that to do unnatural things. When Allah has given you a natural way to fulfill have we become worse than animals? Animals have some sort of dignity and respect. And when they want to be personal with each other, they go away, far away from all other things. It's a personal thing. But this insan has become, this man who's supposed to be the best of Allah's creation, has become worse than a beast. And how can you have a healthy relationship when you're starting it off on the wrong footing? You're starting it off with guna. 
Mulana, the greatest key word in Islam as far as intimacy is concerned, it is, as we call, the foreplay. Mulaabad. Mulana, because we are watching pornography and that is all tricks, false impressions, and you want to imitate. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala has given us this beautiful deal. For in an Islamic environment, for a Muslim, the greatest act of intimacy is foreplay. Inshallah, <laughs> you make your wife feel wanted, loved, and then you complete with the, with the, with the complete act of intimacy. <laughs> so Allah Ta'ala forgive us, Mulana. There's so many questions, people are suffering in silence. We can't do justice in this 45 minutes. Indeed. A lot indeed. of questions will come through, and inshallah, we'll deal with it as we go. Indeed. But for now, all, all I'm saying, be respectful to women, for they are mothers of mankind. Mm. Uh, be respectful to women, for they are mothers of mankind. Uh, Brian, your answer regarding that uh, porn addiction, uh, Brian? Well, you see, I, again, I think it is a shortcut to to being in that um, aroused and fulfilled state of of being with another human being, and and it's so much easier, in a sense, to just look at these images and and satisfy yourself. But that's really, as as the Milana says, it it's wiring us. Um, Really, for for being, um, you know, intimate and and fulfilling each other properly, and and so I do think that um, you know it goes back to this business of of being switched on and turned on, not through pornography, but through the appreciation of our own wonderful wild nature, which, mm. which when it is understood and we relate to ourselves in meaningful ways within our own being, <laughs> then that creates this, this peace, freedom, and joy that is an overflow that then brings us into wanting to share it with, with people who are also, yes. you know, switched on and turned on in their own overflow yeah. in the sanctity of a, of a committed relationship. <laughs> I hope uh, that answers the question to that sister. But of course, I'm going to pose a final question. We don't have much time. Uh, time is up already. Maybe just quickly, uh, are there any causes men can attend before marriage? Is there any places we know, Brian, Molana Salim, quickly, before we go to the final question? Uh, Ustad, uh, is there any... I think the Jamiat and there are a lot of uh, Islamic organizations, Alhamdulillah, who are offering marriage classes, both for men and women, alimas and muallimas, psychologists, gynecologists, Alhamdulillah, all matters pertaining to women from marriage to every aspect that will be important is discussed in that uh, uh, discussion. Inshallah, they need to just contact the Jamiat or they are relevant authorities, inshallah, Indeed. who are on a weekly basis or monthly basis having these classes. It's important to attend. It will make you a better person and you will enjoy your marriage for now. Well, you guys yes, can contact know. as well. You guys can contact Brother Brian. Brian as well. Brian, your premises is where? Where about Brian? Okay, thank you. I'm in Fairways, just opposite Monte Casino in Kingfisher Drive. Okay. And, and people, can, people can find me on my website, and, and there's lots of information there, and it's simply www.brianlen.co.za. Okay. Okay, I got it. www.brianblam.co.za Final question. We don't have much time. We'll start two minutes from your side, two minutes from Brian, and then we can just wrap it up. Ustad, is a final question quickly. Yeah? I, I don't know. The brother is very upset. He says that are there Islamic cooking classes for females to attend to prep for marriage? My 27-year-old wife, she's a cow. She can't bake. She can't cook. Everything is takeaway. I'm on the verge of cheating. Uh, she's useless. Oh, this guy is upset. Please, Brian and Malana Salim, would you want a wife who can cook? She's only, she only knows to pray to God. Astaghfirullah. Ustad, quickly, two minutes from your side, two minutes from Brian. Gee, Ustad. Malana, it's very important for mothers to inculcate domestic science to their daughters. Mm. Alhamdulillah, it's in every culture, in every community, mashallah, the mothers take great pride in teaching their daughters, inshallah, to cook, to bake, 
to do home cleaning so that alhamdulillah when they go and get married they can run a complete home it's very important we as parents should take responsibility for this that if we got three three maids at home that daughter never even picks up a cup or a glass or never even sure. makes a cup of tea everything is found on the table the mother does or the maid does it Tomorrow she's going to get married. She's not going to enjoy those privileges of having three, four maids when she goes to a new husband. So the bottom line here is this husband is definitely upset. You know, to cook food for your husband, to provide for your children, it's a great form of ibadat. And I think mothers, and you know, go back to the olden days, like how your mothers have taught you home industry, how to cook, how to look after, mm. how, how to manage your home, inshallah, so that tomorrow when your daughter goes, they can be proud to say, Alhamdulillah, I've sent a fully-fledged, mm. subhanAllah, daughter and a wife to that mm. husband. It's very important, Mulana. Mothers need to educate their children mm. and their daughters especially because it's going to be a great problem. You can't be eating out daily, Mulana. It's costly. And Alhamdulillah, the food that is cooked at home mm. is full of love, mm. barakah, and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is another problem that, inshallah, we need to discuss next week. But Ustadi, I, I, I don't think it's right for him to call her a cow. I mean, come on, Ustadi. Oh, that's wrong, Mulana. You don't do that. As I said to you, respect. Be respectful to women. They are mothers of mankind. Hmm. Don't abuse a kind heart. You may never be afforded one again. Hmm. So, likewise, the wife should take cognizance. My husband is upset. She's, he's not, she's not taking pride in providing meals for me. Morana, a hungry man is an angry man. Indeed. And the best way to for love, Morana, is when your husband comes home, a hot plate of food, you know, a beautiful cup of tea, subhanAllah, a smile, a hug, Morana. It makes such a big relation, a big difference in our relationship. Mm. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq and make it easy. Amen. Uh, Brian, are you there, Brian? Yes, um, I, would, I would suggest that, again, this, is, this, this woman is clearly lacking... Um, confidence or experience and and now he is clearly you know disappointed frustrated and i don't know it just sounds like they would need to sit down yes, and yes. and understand why what's what's the situation and what does she feel she wants to do about the situation does she want to uh taught to cook and, and maybe as you say that she didn't get that kind of exposure for whatever reason and, and yet that's not an insurmountable problem it just has to be dealt with um, in, a, in an adult mature way mm. well, so we're going to close uh, we're going to wrap it up I think there are many many questions uh, one minute uh, from your side Brian what's your way forward what's the best advice you can give to all those who are listening all who are married over 20 years 25 years Somebody says yeah, after 31 years, uh, our spark has died. But of course, we have to continue. Time is well, up. Gee. Yeah. Well, I think um, my, my advice, and I've been married, uh, I'm 58, and, you know, I think our spark had died, and, and I realized that it was important for me to find my own spark, not in going outside of the marriage for, for intimacy of that kind, but just to to look at my own awakening and, yes. and to learn to live um, my own life, which which was meaningful to me. But that doesn't mean that I'm not interested in what's going on at home. And I think the problem is we end up sitting on the fence and we're not in our marriages, but we're not out of our marriages because of whatever reason. And to sit on the fence is not a comfortable place to be. So, so you either get in or you get out. And... To get in is to get into your own life and find peace, freedom, and joy, and and then share it with your partner. And they should be seeking to do the same thing. And that's where help is needed. My job is to help people find that that awakening in their own individual lives and then together. Thank you so much, uh, Brian. We will definitely meet again maybe next week, Thursday, if you are available. Uh, just quick, it's www.brianblam. It's B-R-I-A. And B, yes, blame. How do you spell blame? 
B L E M for mother, blem. Okay, blem. Uh, uh, Brian, thank you so much. Uh, oh, yes. you have that, and I would, I'd be happy to make it next Thursday if you need me. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, thank you okay. so much. Okay, bye. Fantastic. Uh, thank you, okay, and bye. thanks, Malana. Okay, Jazakum Khair. Malana, we'll start uh, one minute from your side quickly. We'll start before we terminate the program. Yeah, Malana, I've got a sense of humor here. I think this is too heavy stuff here now. <laughs> so my, when my Zodati says, you know, you can't have a second wife. Uh-huh. So the wife's response is, Huh. Don't tempt me to make you shaheed tonight. <laughs> I am four wives in one. Don't tempt oh me my. to make you shaheed tonight. <laughs> I am four wives in one. Gee, you can't have a second wife. That's a good and one. Let's end it with Molana You need to explain to Brian what means shaheed to start. <laughs> Inshallah, yeah. Shaheed means martyr, you yes, know, you'll yeah. be martyred, yeah. But anyway, Mulana, lastly, appreciate your wife, one. Let mm. your spouse make mistakes. We learn from our mistakes. Number three, spend quality time together. Mm. Number four, stay away from people who try to control your marriage. And finally, avoid trying to win every argument. Mm. If you want a peaceful marriage, as I said, appreciate your wife. Let your spouse make mistakes, spend quality time together, stay away from people who try to control your marriage, and avoid trying to win every argument. We have to leave you and love you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I see the listeners want the podcast. I will be sending it out. We got so many questions. So inshallah, part two next week. And then inshallah, we will conclude with the same topic. Why our marriages are falling apart. For myself and of course my two panelists, Jazakumullah khairan, brother Brian Blame. And of course our senior Ustad Hazrat Malana Salim Karim. And our beloved brother Lakalo. From myself, Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sajami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi. وبركاته